You're listening to the Succulent FAQ Podcast. Here's your host, Cassidy. Hey, everyone. You're listening to episode 11 of the Succulent FAQ Podcast. Today, I'm covering a somewhat controversial topic in the world of succulents, water therapy. It's going to be a lot of fun. This episode is brought to you by Portulacaria afra, also called elephant's bush or elephant's food. This is a plant I've personally done some water therapy with. It's a branchy and sometimes trailing succulent, sort of like a miniature jade plant. You can learn more about it by visiting thesucculentfaq.com slash elephant. Also, to get the notes, links, and resources I mentioned in this episode, please visit thesucculentfaq.com slash episode 11. And now, here's today's question. Our question today comes from Laura. Hi, Cassidy. Every day I see the Facebook group filled with posts about water therapy and people giving each other advice such as potting their plants in pure pumice and watering every day. While I'm sure that technique would work for some people's environments, I'd hate to see excited newbies do something that might hurt their plants simply because they don't know any better and they were told by others that this technique would work without consideration for their own individual needs. What are your thoughts on water therapy? I can see some uses for it, such as reviving plants fresh out of the mail, but I don't agree with telling newbies to immediately uproot their unhappy-looking plants and put them in water. Please help. This question is so perfect, and it actually covers a lot of great topics. First, if you'd like to join the Facebook group that Laura mentioned, just go to thesucculentfaq.com Facebook. It's a really great community of succulent lovers, and we keep things pretty positive and helpful. Laura, you are completely right about both water therapy and planting in pure pumice. And as I talked about in episode one, you really have to adapt the things that you learn about succulents to your specific growing area. I want to talk about two of the topics you mentioned specifically, though, water therapy and planting in pure pumice. So first, let's talk about water therapy. For those of you not familiar with this concept of water therapy, basically it's taking a succulent completely out of soil and placing the roots, and only the roots, directly in water for an extended period of time. Usually people will do it for anywhere from 24 to 72 hours. Water therapy is not for everyone, and it's generally for specific case scenarios. A few of the places where you might use water therapy would include reviving a severely underwatered succulent or giving your succulents a boost if you'll be leaving them for an extended period of time. Although actually in that latter case, you wouldn't completely uproot your succulents, but just give them more water for an extended period of time. If you're using the watering method that I teach you in episode six, you really shouldn't need to use water therapy very often, if at all. Like I said, really the best reason to use water therapy is if you have a severely underwatered succulent. Most succulents have pretty thick leaves, and so they can go for a long period of time without water. But in the case with the succulent that I mentioned for the sponsor of this episode, Portulacaria afra, it stores most of its water in its stem and in the roots. The leaves on this plant are pretty thin, so if it doesn't get watered pretty consistently, it will start to shrivel and die fairly quickly. 
I've personally used water therapy to revive an underwatered portulacaria aphra, and it worked awesome. But it's really not something that you're going to use all the time. Laura, in your question, you mentioned reviving succulents just out of the mail. And that really can be a good way to give your succulents a boost before you plant them. My only advice with that is if you're doing water therapy on newly purchased succulents that have come to you in the mail, just make sure you wait a day or two after you've done water therapy before you plant them. Those roots are going to be so full of water and your succulent is actually kind of prone to damage after water therapy because those roots are so full If they get messed up or um, kind of knocked around, like when you're planting the succulent, they can really easily be damaged. And then after planting, if you water right away, they're a lot more likely to rot because of all the damage in the roots. Now, with planting succulents, you're going to damage the roots anyway. But the bigger issue with water therapy is that those roots are extremely full. And so they're just a lot more prone to bruising or damage. So while water therapy is definitely something that I have done and I think has a place in the world of growing succulents, it is not something that everyone should do and it's not the solution for every problem that you face with succulents. It's really only for underwatered succulents. I completely agree with you that it's not something that a new succulent grower should try. So if you're listening to this and you're just getting started with succulents, don't worry about water therapy right now. Just focus on using the soak and dry method that I teach you in episode six and just get your succulents healthy. Now let's address the second part of your question, which was planting succulents in pure pumice and watering every day. Planting your succulents in pure pumice is a really great option for people who tend to overwater succulents or people who live in a climate that's extremely humid or gets a lot of rain year round. It can also be a really good option for indoor growing, but it's not a perfect solution for everyone, like you mentioned. And also, if you listen to episode four, where I talk about soil, you'll know that succulents need to have a well-draining soil, and they also need that soil to retain just enough water for them to get the amount that they need. Pumice hardly retains water, and that's why if you're planting in solely pumice, you'll find that you really do have to water every day, otherwise your succulents are going to dry out. That pumice doesn't hold enough water for your succulents to absorb very much. So you may find that planting in pure pumice doesn't develop a really deep, strong root system. Your succulents will definitely survive, and they can grow in pure pumice, and there are a lot of people who are using this method. But again, it's not the perfect option for everyone. And unless you live in an extremely humid climate or an area where you're just constantly getting rain, it's probably not the best option for a new grower. Plus, if you're like me and you tend to forget to water your succulents, pumice is going to dry out way too quickly. The gritty mix that I talk about in episode four has a lot of similarities to pumice, But the biggest difference is the gritty mix retains just a little bit more water and it's just enough for succulents to feel like they're actually getting the water they need before that period of drought comes. If you're wondering if planting in pumice is a good option for you, I'd recommend listening to episode one where I talk about adapting care requirements to the area where you live. 
A great example of this is Kenneth, one of the people in the group who talks the most about water therapy and pure pumice. And we kind of attribute uh, both of those techniques to him. Um, He actually lives in the Philippines. So it is very warm and humid there. It's extremely different for where I live here in Phoenix, which is very dry. I would assume that it's also very different from where many of you live as well. While planting in pumice works in the Philippines or for Kenneth where he is growing succulents, it may not work for you where you live. I have, however, talked to quite a few people growing succulents in India where it's quite hot and humid as well. People in the southern states in the U.S. may also deal with a lot of humidity, and so pumice could be a good option. You may not want to plant solely in pumice, but it may be a good option to combine with other soils to create a better draining soil for your succulents. I've said before that I don't remember to water all that often, so the Bonsai Jack Gritty Mix works really well for me, especially indoors, because it retains enough water that my succulents are getting what they need, but I don't have to water all that often. So if I don't remember to water my succulents for two weeks, say, I'm going to be just fine and my succulents will still be healthy. And if you're interested in that Bonsai Jacks Gritty Mix that I talk about, you can go to thesucculentfaq.com slash jack or listen to episode four of the podcast, which you can get to by going to thesucculentfaq.com slash episode four. Now, in episode four, I talk about best practices for succulent soil, and I even mention pumice as a really great option. Many people will use pumice to lighten up the soil and, again, amend it with other types of soil to increase drainage and airflow. It's also a good substitute if you're making the gritty mix I recommend on your own and you can't find turfus or crushed granite or another option. The biggest takeaway I want you to have from this episode is that new planting tips and techniques are always fun to learn about and to try, but you need to remember and consider your location and your growing style before running away with the new idea. Take some time to analyze where you live, where your succulents are, how often you want to water, or just how often you tend to water and remember, and then make adjustments as needed. And if you want even more guidance on how to best grow succulents where you live, check out my course. In the course, I teach you the principles you need to keep succulents alive and healthy. I show you why things you learn online might work and why they might not. I also teach you what succulents need to survive and how to adapt those needs to wherever you live in the world. The course is in a really easy to follow format, so you're not going to get lost or overwhelmed. And Like I mentioned, I teach you how to adapt these principles to where you live. Plus, if you have any questions, I host regular live demonstrations as well as question and answer sessions for course members, so you're sure to get help with anything that's giving you a hard time. You can join the course by visiting thesucculentfaq.com slash course. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Succulent FAQ podcast. As always, you can get the links to the resources mentioned in this episode by visiting thesucculentfaq.com slash episode 11. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.